Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Good morning once again. And this is a beautiful day out there. For this is the day that the Lord has made, so let us rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to this morning service, the Hawaii Fellowship of the Universal World Church, home of the Golden Altar here in the islands of the sea. This morning, Reverend Renner will bring forth her message, and following her mighty message, you are all invited to place an offering made by fire unto the Lord Jesus Christ and receive another powerful anointing by the Lord Jesus Christ through the hands of Reverend Renner. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let us start this service with an attitude of praise and worship as I introduce to you Elder Walter and Elder Dean as they bless us with this song. Praise the Lord. Thank you, praise and worship team. Thank you for opening the service, Elder Ted. And thank you to all of God's beautiful Christians who have gathered here in the house of God. You may be seated. I pray that my message this morning will be as much of a blessing to you as it has always been to me. If you will notice, let me take that back for you. Pray until something happens or push. We're talking about persevering. Prayer, a perseverance prayer until something happens. We're talking about people who will never give up because the Lord never gives up and gives in. Amen. I'm going to call upon the ministering ushers to pass out our pamphlets for this morning. And together we're going to read a story. So let us read. A man was sleeping at night in his cabin when suddenly his room filled with light and God appeared. The Lord told the man he had to work for him to do, for him to do, and showed him a large rock in front of his cabin. The Lord explained that the man was to push against the rock with all his might. So this the man did. Day after day, for many years, he toiled from sunup to sundown with his shoulders set squarely against the cold, massive surface of the unmoving rock, pushing with all his might. Each night, the man returned to his cabin sore and worn out, feeling that his whole day had been spent in vain. Since the man was showing discouragement, Satan decided to enter the picture by placing thoughts into the weary mind. 
And it's, he said, you have been pushing against the rock for a long time and it hasn't moved. Giving the man the impression that the task was impossible and that he was a failure. These thoughts discouraged and disheartened the man. Satan said, why, excuse me, the man said, why kill myself over this, he thought. I'll just put in my time giving just the minimum effort and that will be good enough. And that is what he had planned to do. However, one day he decided to make it a matter of prayer and take his troubled thoughts to the Lord. Lord, he said, I have labored long and hard in your service, putting all my strength to do that which you have asked. Yet after all this time, have not even budged that rock by half a millimeter. What is wrong? Why am I failing? The Lord responded compassionately. My friend, when I asked you to serve me and you accepted, I told you that your task was to push against the rock with all your strength, which you have done. Never once did I mention to you that I expected you to move it. Your task was to push. And now you come to me with your strength spent, thinking that you have failed. But is that really so? Look at yourself. Your arms are strong and muscled. Your back sinewy and brown. Your hands are calloused from the constant pressure. And your legs have become massive and hard. Through opposition, you have grown much. And your abilities now surpass that which you have used, that which you used to have. Yet you haven't moved the rock. But your calling was to be obedient and push and exercise your faith and trust in my wisdom. This you have done. Now I, my friend, will move the rock. At times when we hear a word from God, we tend to use our own intellect to decipher what he wants. When actually what God wants is just simple obedience and faith in him. By all means, Exercise the faith that moves mountains, but know that it is still God who moves the mountains. I love this story. And I take time throughout my walk with the Lord Jesus Christ to remember this story. You know, we all have situations that don't look like it's going to work out. You know, we don't see how sometimes we can get well when we're so sick and we've been sick for so long. How we can accomplish a dream when we have dreamed it for so long. How our family can be restored because of all the problems that we have had for so long. All the circumstances that we may go through is, a, is hard for us. And then a little voice whispers in our ear, it's not going to happen. But Paul says, in the word of God, not a little voice that whispers in our ear, but in Romans 15, verse 13, may you overflow with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's one thing, brethren, to have hope. But Paul prayed that we would overflow with hope. Overflow means constantly pushing 
Not just push once, but continue to push with the hope that what we are doing is all that God has asked us to do. You see, I believe that when we overflow with hope, we're not moved by what the circumstances looks like. We're not discouraged because it hasn't happened yet. We're not worried because it's not done the way others think it should be done. Brethren, we understand when we push that God is still on the throne and he's the one who is ordering our steps and only he knows his plans that are good for us. It's not something that can be talked out with someone else. Yes, in life, the odds are against us only if we stop believing. Let me repeat that. The odds are against us only if we stop believing. You know, when we don't see a way, we have to understand God makes a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. And that will is to continue to push, to pray until something happens. Listen, problems that look permanent are only temporary. Say it the Lord. Now, experts say you will never get well. But God says that he has the final say. Others may tell you you can never accomplish that dream. But God says that that dream has already been accomplished and all things are lined up for you in your favor. God wouldn't give you a promise that he can't keep. And God wouldn't ask you to do something that he didn't think you can do. God wouldn't ask you to go somewhere where you could not go without him. Know that everywhere he sends us, he is with us. Romans 4.21 says, Abraham was absolutely, let me use that word again, absolutely convinced that God was able to do anything he promised. Do we believe that? Because our attitude should be, I am absolutely convinced that as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. I am absolutely convinced that my children will be blessed by God. I am absolutely convinced that I have already won every battle. I am absolutely convinced that God is using me to make a difference and an impact in this world. I am absolutely convinced that I am filled with the gifts of the Spirit to its fullest and that I will leave my mark on every person that I speak to, causing new doors to be opened for myself and for everyone whom I pray for. I am totally convinced that I will sing praises unto him and continue my ministry and pray until something happens, believing with all my heart that nothing is impossible for us because nothing is impossible for God. Say amen. amen. We need to continue to believe, not only that it will work out, it has already worked out. Listen, if we stay focused on how big the problem is, and what the experts are saying, they're saying it's impossible, then of course we're going to be discouraged. Yes? We need to quit consider, considering the circumstances and start considering God. Start considering God's circumstances. 
Because he spoke the world into existence, my friends. He parted the Red Seas. He closed the mouth of lions. And he healed me from cancer. Think about the miracles that you and I have witnessed right here on the magnificent golden altar performed in the lives of you and I and many others who have stepped on this altar for healing. No person can stop him. Let me repeat that. No person can stop him from healing sicknesses. No person can stop him from healing addictions. No person can stop our God from performing the mighty miracles that he performed when he walked on this earth and continues to perform till this day because he is alive, as we heard in the message last week. He is on the throne, and he continues to work in the lives of his people. So this is my question I want to ask you. What are you considering in your life? Are you considering how big your problems are or how big they can become? Or are you considering how great our God is and that he has the power to create anything or to destroy everything and anything? One translation says in Romans 4.18, all human reason for hope was gone, but Abraham hoped in faith. In faith. You know, you may feel like sometimes there's no hope. You know, in the natural, it is impossible. But we serve a supernatural God. Say supernatural God. And when we keep hoping on faith and pushing until something happens, understand that while you're pushing against that stone, our God is paving the way. And the more we push, the greater the blessing that God brings. I want to close my message by letting you know that God is looking for people who have made up their mind that are absolutely convinced and filled with overflowing hope that what God promises, God will perform. That's the kind of people he's looking for. You know, we have many challenges around us but yet we come to church every Sunday morning, continue to sing praises. We have many problems, but that doesn't keep us from coming before God and praising about his goodness and having hope overflowing that God blesses us even in our trials and even in our tribulation. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I am here today to come into agreement with you, to put my faith with your faith, that we can be absolutely convinced that we serve a good God. A God that is not holding back any good thing from his people whom we are. A God who has made promises to this church and a God who's going to keep it. A God who has persevered all the time we have persevered. A God who tells us today, be fully convinced that I will bring to pass your dreams, that I will give you the strength to meet your goals. Don't let that little voice that whispers in your ear tell you that your problems are too great. 
but listen to the word of God by the power of his anointing here at the magnificent golden altar and listen to his voice say, there is nothing too big for your God. Let go of the obstacles that is in your course and stay on the straight and narrow path. There are some of you in this church, your situation may seem impossible. It may look like it's never going to work out. But God is saying to you today, with just one touch of God's favor, you will see it come to pass. You will have that one good break. You will have that healing. You will meet the right person in your life. And everything will change. As long as you continue to pray until something happens. You see, what I'm trying to say today is that too many people give up. They say, well, maybe it's not meant to be. Well, maybe God has not meant to heal me. Maybe God is not, has not meant for me to be happy, to find happiness. Maybe God has not meant for me to have financial prosperity. I'm telling you right now, we serve a God that wants you to have everything that is good because you deserve it. He said, no good thing will I hold back from those who love and serve me. Be confident that you are those people he is speaking about and know that surely, O oh Lord, you will do what, I have, what you have promised. And I am confident that what you, Lord, have started, you, Lord, will finish. Brothers and sisters, I believe and declare that this church will overflow in hope. And like Abraham and all the other prophets of the past, we will obey. Healing is coming. Breakthroughs, freedom, abundance, and the fullness of our destiny will soon come to pass. Because this church believes in praying until something happens. Why? Because God said, anything you ask, I will give you. Anything you ask, I will give you in faith, believing it is yours. So never stop praying. Never stop believing. And this I'm going to say from my heart to all of you. Never stop having confidence in yourself. Because most of us will stop praying for it, believing that we are not worthy of it. We are absolutely worthy of God's promises. You let God be the judge of what you're worthy of. You let God decide when you should stop pushing against that stone. Until then, keep pushing. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on God. Please rise. And let us close this message with a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, there are many powerful tools that you have placed in our lives as a Christian to see things come to pass. One of them is the power of love. The other is the power of faith. And lastly, Father, the power of confidence. Not just faith in you, Lord, but faith in ourselves. 
Let us pray until something happens, never giving up. Even till the final hour, Father, let us continue to pray and believe because your word says to us, I will give you anything you ask in faith believing. Let us believe with the faith that can move mountains. And let this church prosper so that we can save the hearts and souls of many. These things we pray in your blessed name. And together we say amen and amen. You may be seated. You say, how do I know that God wants me to be happy? How do I know that God wants me to be successful? How do I know that God wants me to be financially stable? I'll tell you how you know. I'll tell you. And you will agree with me, I'm sure. Because if you're wretched, if you have no joy, you have no hope, you have no success, you don't know where you're going, you just keep wandering around in circles, woe is me, woe is me, woe is me, how in the world are you going to save somebody? They're looking at you like, my God, you can't save me, you can't even save yourself. You're talking to me about finding happiness when you haven't even found it? You're talking to me about being well when you are so sick? You are talking to me about having all these good things when you don't even have it? The proof is in the pudding, my friends. You want to talk about how great God is? Then you need to have it. You need to be able to show it. You need to be able to own it, my friends. So don't tell me God doesn't want all of these great things for you. Because nobody's going to try to convince me of something that doesn't know or hasn't been through it. Amen? I told you you'd agree with me. So shape up or ship out. That's all there is to it. Because Christian means Christ-like or the followers of Christ. Yes, we have to keep pushing against the stone. Yes. But understand. Remember, you know what part I liked about the story that we, we kind of neglected? He said, all that time you was pushing, your arms became strong. Your legs became strong. All that time he was pushing. Okay, he thought he was pushing to move the stone, but he wasn't. He was pushing to get stronger. That's all that it was for. It wasn't for the stone to move. God moved the stone. But all that time he was pushing, he became stronger. Whenever you got to push, my friends, Understand it's because he's trying to make you stronger. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. I know this. I can practice what I preach. Because we'll never move that stone. We don't have the capability to do it. As strong as his arms and legs got, he still didn't move that stone. Because it was not his job to do it. It was God's. Push 
and leave the rest to God. Amen. With that in mind, I'm going to call upon the ministering ushers to pass out the offering envelopes for this service. <laughs>